0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a justice-filled episode of The Awesome Village. My name is Greg, and joining me is... John. Glenn. Ryan. So, uh, as we promised you guys last week, we're going to devote the entire episode to an unprecedented event event in film history. We've never seen it before. (coughs) True. (laughs) Which is the release of uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Unprecedented for a couple of reasons. First of all, it was said that this would never see the light of day that's been proven to be incorrect. It's also a really weird case study. Like it, I I I think this is something that you, at film school they're going to be able to kind of
1: I was trying to think of the closest thing we can compare it to and it <laughs> might be the Richard Donner version of Superman 2, funny, enough, you know.
0: You know, you're probably right. Which took
1: about 30 years for that to come out.
0: I mean it's that's close, but like this at least they didn't really like massively refilm a lot of stuff. Like 3 fourths of this movie was refilmed for yeah. the eventual theatrical release. Special effects weren't done th- the way that was originally intended. Right. So,
1: like, they spent a good seventy million dollars to finish it. Now, I understand?
0: And yeah, it massively reshot. It entire entire like character arcs and things are changing in it. And well, I mean, we'll kind of get into that when we talk about it. But it's gonna you, you have the same cast, very similar story, two different directors, some script changes, and you're able to basically see this movie play out in two different versions. So. Um, Ryan, why don't you take us through the plot of this film here? Me? Yeah, you. I don't know if I'm qualified.
1: Um, Thank you. You saw it, didn't you? So this is so the. I guess well, you want to start off kind of non-spoilery. <coughs> and We'll just dive.
2: Yeah, we'll in we'll then. do that. Mm-hmm. So this is was the the final film in Zack Snyder's trilogy of the DC Universe. Is that, so it was Man of Steel.
0: It was it. I'll put it this way: It's unintentionally his final. Oh, it's movie. unintentional. So it was, it was supposed part. to be five,
3: and it was going to be three Justice League movies, mm-hmm. and this was the the first of the three Justice
2: League movies. Well, that's that's unfortunate. I mean, I I read an article where like Warner Brothers had said, "Oh, this completes his trilogy." And uh, oh yeah, Warner
1: Brothers, they're they're, they're uh, I think they're they're moving on. But originally, this was supposed to be the
2: first. well. I mean, they said they weren't going to release this movie, and mm-hmm. with enough fan pressure, I feel like you know and. and
1: Honestly, I think
0: that that's you're you're kind of right. Like, like, apparently HBO Max really wants to continue it, and you know Warner Brothers is like, nah, and they're kind of at odds with with things. But
1: well, the, you see, I think, and the thing, I, the reason I think this happened was the Warner Brothers AT and T merger because AT and T likes. Getting uh, people to pay for more um, internet subscriptions with HBO Max, so I think AT and T may have I mean, they, they
0: need content. They need yeah, something exactly. to drive it. So this does well. I mean, that's one of those things where people are gonna gonna kind of want more of it. Now, you know, that's kind of the 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 original. We go th- go through with the plot. So
2: yeah. Uh, so this movie picks up. Uh, well, the Snyder Cut picks up right where Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice ends with Superman getting um, uh, what murdered.
0: Yeah, killed by Doomsday.
2: Doomsday. Impaled. Gets a dagger of kryptonite shoved through his chest.
1: Oh,
0: no, it was... Wasn't it Doomsday's claw? Yeah, Doomsday's oh, claw hat. goes through him. He, he's impaled Doomsday with a spear. That's what yeah. it was.
3: But because the kryptonite's there, he's vulnerable. Yeah. He gone. So, yeah,
2: so, uh, yeah apparently, though, um, unbeknownst to anyone who saw the original Justice League, that his death reverberated throughout the world and awoken the mother box. Like
3: his death, his death cry, basically.
2: Yeah. Which, again, from the very beginning, I'm like, okay, this is completely different because I don't, I don't remember this. So, uh, yeah, basically, uh, it is about uh, Bruce Wayne realizing that there are forces at work that are coming to attack Earth, and he realizes that you know they got to put a team together, which was sort of started in Batman vs Superman, and him and Wonder Woman are going around trying to collect a team together to combat. This impending doom, and that's basically your plot of Justice
0: League. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, that's sort of without the, the beginning Superman stuff. The plot of both movies. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So that's where they're they're similar. Um, but two roads diverged in a wood, and we've taken different paths now.
2: But, uh, uh, Warner Brothers took the road off and traveled. Yeah, <laughs> when, they, when they made the first one
0: um I'll, I'll i'll let's start at the outset i'll say this i didn't like i, I wasn't one of the people and i'm gonna I'm, I'm always biased when it comes to Superman n in dc but like i was not as turned off as, by most as most people yeah. as that justice league i, I, I didn't okay.
3: hate it but i mean i wasn't like i
2: wasn't impressed with it either i didn't Here, think it was nearly as good as
3: here's Man of my, Steel my or, uh, or. now my, that
0: being said after watching this i'll never watch that movie again yeah,
2: and here's my thing about it i didn't like like it was just very forgettable which yeah. i found rather unusual about a superhero mm. movie yeah, it was just like, I didn't hate it, I didn't love it, but it was like...
1: Uh, I, I had some problems with it just because... I mean, and then when I rewatched watched uh, you know, Justice League, um it was just a Frankenstein's monster. It was... Some of it was the stuff Snyder did, some of it was the stuff uh, Whedon did, and it was just so many different tones going on all over the place. It was just a mess. It and was the, like, it was hard to, like, I don't know, it was like ADD. It was just yeah. everywhere.
2: So, like, I watched the, the Snyder Cut... And then i went back and i did this thing where i was watching each movie in increments of like 20 minutes i'd watch the original one for 20 minutes find a place to pause it and then i go back and watch the snyder cut and the first thing i noticed from the opening scene of the original one i get that he wanted to try and do his own thing but when you made that video that little handheld video of of superman and you realize that the effects were just stupid the fact that you just said... Yeah, when his face doesn't look right. Yeah, well. it's like, oh, screw it. We'll just do it anyway. I'm like yeah. well, at that point they're like, okay, we gotta they should be like, we gotta do something else, it's not working.
1: I mean it almost looked like remember when Conan O'Brien would do the thing with the, the just the fake mouth? Yeah,
3: yeah, that that is what it would look like. That's what that's, that's what, it what it looked
1: like. Looked like. I, and and I will say the Justice League, the, the, the Joss one. I kinda like the opening credits with everyone kinda mourning Superman. That I thought kinda yeah. worked. But um
3: the, Yeah, there were things about it that were okay, and I mean I, I feel like that one was a lot lighter and there was some of the like. there was a lot more like funny stuff in it with, with Barry Allen
1: oh yeah it was which, a, it was much more jokes which was
3: fine I didn't have a problem with it but
1: I had... uh, although knowing what we know now about Joss Whedon they had that weird joke where the Flash lands right in Wonder Woman's cleavage mm. um,
0: when, uh, which was stolen from Age of Ultron right
1: um, like how are we going to do this because I was like I mean I, 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 I so I, I took extensive notes because I watched three versions of this movie it took me a day and a half so um, so all right.
2: First of all, so I
1: watched the the. Quick, uh, yeah, go for quick it. Quick question: Did who here finished it
2: in one sitting? I did. Oh no, sorry, I didn't. Greg raising his hand like we're on video or something. Well, I always do that. You know that. <laughs> so you, everybody else watched it in parts. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, kudos I kinda... to whoever came up with that idea to do it in parts like that especially on a streaming service. Because it gives you the option. You can, yeah. You're like, okay, you know, it's getting late. Let me stop it here. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I watched the the regular Snyder Cut. This is the older I watched. I watched Snyder Cut. Then I watched Justice League. And then I watched the um, Justice is Gray edition, which is the black and white cut of the Snyder Cut. But the
2: whole movie is not black and white, right? Yeah, it is. It is? Mm-hmm. I thought somebody said that it was just like
1: a certain. No, nope, it was the whole thing. Okay. Which, and i I also took notes about which worked with the black and white one. So I, I, I took lots of notes when I was watching it. Copious notes. Yes, I
0: did.
2: So. Well, I guess this is about the Snyder Cut. Let's start by, like, talking about
3: Well, first, let's review it.
0: This is what I would say. First thing I want to know is if you guys remember your original rating for the
2: first Justice I League. I don't. I, I don't. probably, if, I, if I'm going to guess, and I don't even think we had, did we even do it? Wait, were the podcast around back then? Yeah. Remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I want to say I probably gave it something like a six, maybe. I feel like I, I was... In, I recall many sixes,
0: around. and I think I said a seven is what I said. And um,
2: again, it was very forgettable. And the thing that I got from the Snyder Cut was like a badass version of like Watchmen. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah. It, it
2: wasn't... I love the fact that like... like uh, This is how DC should do it. Like they don't have to do just like Marvel. I love the fact that Snyder had his own idea of how he could make it. Like it was just badass. My favorite, favorite scene in the entire DC universe was the first time Flash uses his powers when he's in that that pet store. Oh, yeah. the the, the, the uh, well that the, the what I call the hot diggity dog scene. I I loved that scene so much with the music and the way it was filmed. That was <laughs> read, bad. and the, the visual effects looked cool when he broke through the glass. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that right there was better than the
0: whole first
3: yeah, movie. I feel of like Justice I gave League. the other one a five or a six, but after seeing this one. Now that, that, that I know what could have question, been, what, my rate how does would it
0: go impact down. it? That's, and that's kind of how I feel, too. Well, well I, I, I probably, like
1: honestly, when I reviewed it, I probably still had kind of the, oh, wow, I just saw the Justice League. So I probably gave it a six or seven. Upon reflection, that probably would have gone down to maybe a four.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, well, it still isn't like the worst thing I've ever seen. I know, but it's, I mean, it just, no, it's no, not, but I mean, not I, nearly
1: as good as what we now know could have been.
0: And that's the thing, kind of what I learned from this, and if you've watched the extended edition of Batman vs. Superman, if you haven't, watch it, that's also on HBO Max. It's a superior film, and it's one of those situations where it, the lesson is that that the studio that hires Zack Snyder should trust Zack Snyder to decide the running time of his movie. Because this is the, the question I'd ask you guys. It's a four-hour film, right? If you sure. sit in it one sitting, what would you cut out of it? Um, I mean, there
1: was a couple of things that you could cut out Plot-wise, But, I mean, I wouldn't really want to because it's mostly character development. I mean, I'll be honest. As much as I loved it, the whole epilogue did not need to be in the movie.
3: But, I mean, I, I would have just done a Infinity War Endgame situation and just cut the movie in half. Because, well, so- I mean, honestly,
1: I mean, and it's a shame because, you know, some directors say you have to cut out your favorite scene. But the Barry Allen scene didn't need to be in there.
0: The Barry Allen scene is one of the ones that doesn't necessarily have to, I would agree with that. Other than that, though, there's not much in it that, like... To tell the story that they were trying to tell, I agree. You could split things up or move things around, but you want a superhero epic, and DC's heroes have always been a little bit more iconic than than Marvel's in the sense that, like, Marvel's quote-unquote realism, but it's like there's an idealism that goes with DC heroes. Mm -hmm. It's like we aspire to be them. And this movie, like Ryan, it's it's a badass. Like you know, and again, I, I hate the term, like badassing superheroes necessarily. I like the hope element of it. But I almost like you can really see what he's trying to do. In yeah, this it wasn't because, any
2: badass the superheroes. It was just the the style of the film.
0: Well, and I agree with you. Like the the so the concept for me of opening it up with Superman's death cry, awaking them. up, It makes more sense. Yeah. Why all of a sudden Steppenwolf's there? Why all of a sudden? Like it makes more sense that the mother boxes are afraid of Superman.
1: Well, and it also kind of goes towards the style, the style that Zack Snyder was doing because if you look at what he did. Man of Steel ended and when Batman vs. Superman the opening of that was the ending of Man of Steel and this would have Justice League would have been it shows the consequences of would have been the opening you know the end of uh, Batman vs. Superman so they all would have flowed like a comic book series it would have flowed into the next one so let's talk about Steppenwolf man
2: what the hell was Warner Brothers thinking
1: the only thing I what could What th- the fuck was Joe thinking? <laughs> the only thing that Joe Warner Brothers was thinking was um Joe Warner. Brothers. <laughs> His last name is Warner and Brothers. And I bet you he wears Warner. nothing but Warner Brothers ball caps. <laughs> I was
0: just yeah. thinking we have to animate this son of a bitch with a Warner Brothers ball cap. See if if uh if Jose was still here he could, he could. do a nice mock up of like, yeah. Joe Warner. Jose if you're listening to this show, draw us a Joe gonna Warner Brothers. I'm going to message you later Joe on. Brothers. Joe draws Joe Warner Brothers. Yeah, the only thing
1: I could think of is once they decided to remove Dark Side Joe Warner Brothers probably said, Okay, let's we need if this is if, if Steppenwolf is gonna be our villain, we need to make him more human looking. Maybe. Which looked ridiculous, yeah.
2: especially compared to the new one. That's My the God. only thing I could think of. The new one looked amazing. He looked like a dinosaur. And the, yeah, he did. <laughs> but the old one, he just looked like a fucking decrepit old dude with horns. <laughs> he was just some dude. <laughs> wearing like a really tight fitted like Sub, horn sub-dude. helmet. Some, <laughs> the horn helmet didn't even fit him right. It
0: was too tight. <laughs> he, he must
1: have got that at dirt cheap. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, Steppenwolf, as a, even as a villain, you talk about motivations. Marvel movies have always had the problem with villains and being sure. a little bit two-dimensional. And you could say the same thing about the Justice Cut uh, basically having a very two-dimensional Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf is not in this film. In the new he, one, no. He, yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's a lot more complex. It's very and complex. It, again, it's almost like that whole like, – like, I think, Brian, it was you that said, do you kind of feel sorry for Steppenwolf? Me? No. Was you who Wasn't someone me. someone I know said do you kind of feel sorry for Steppenwolf. Um and to a degree it's like you, you can get his motivation is to get back into the good graces of, of Dark Side who he has has wronged.
2: Well it's funny you say that because I just showed my girlfriend Man of Steel for the first time. And one of the things I found very interesting was she was like, I feel kinda of bad for Zod. Because yeah. she's like I never like he has no choice in what he's doing. He's it's like he's programmed to be this way. And I was like, That's I didn't really think of it that way, but that's a, another layer to right. Snyder's you know, he, vision of his business. I mean,
1: he's Michael Shannon, too. I did
0: tell her about my fear of that son of a bitch. <laughs> he has no choice because he's Michael Shannon playing General Zod. I'm um. sorry I brought him up. I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than the Death I, Nut show. He, he, he is a walking Death Nut. He is a walking Death Nut. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah. So, like, like the the villain, but also, I have to say, getting able being able to see Desad and Side and Granny Goodness, even however brief it was, it really kind of irritates me too to see what could have been. I want those other two films.
3: Is Granny Goodness the other one that was there to just look like David Bowie, kind of in the background? She was,
0: yeah, the, the lady that was standing on the side of him that kind of looked like Judy Dench. Yeah. So, I- <laughs> Judy Dench and David Bowie. <laughs> they had a charge. I-,
2: I-, I don't want to jump out of turn. I just have a question. So, you telling me that um, that military general? The whole time has been Martian Manhunter.
0: Yeah, that someone pointed that out too. It's a lot like uh, Steve Rogers at the end of Endgame saying, "I've been there the entire time, and I haven't really like lifted a finger." They're like, "Well, why was when, when Man of Steel stuff was happening? Why did not he turn into Martian Manhunter?" And yeah, because uh, I mean, he was probably, the thing. Well, let me see if
1: the, how this new guy does.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, but they kind of they addressed it in Man of Steel where he's kind of like, "Well, what if? How do we know you're not going to go up?" Like he's he's blending in and he doesn't want to kind of reveal himself. It is again, he he seems kinda of cowardly until at the end he's like, I'm gonna come out of you know, the woodwork. I do like how they revealed them where, you know, the scene with Martha Kent, you know, we're gonna get into spoiler territory here. But uh which again I feel lot- like we just need to do spoilers to this yeah, episode just, 'cause yeah. I right, so,
1: know it is. So you wanna just grade the, the Snyder cut and then we can just get get into it? I'd probably give it an eight.
3: I'd give it an eight and a half. And I'd probably
1: go as high as nine if they would have hired an editor.
3: So, um, but I don't know what to edit out of it the what's the other thing I mean, too, that, you, you we don't say, get paid to edit it well
0: no but you say you, 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 we said the thing before about like uh, the epilogue didn't have to be in there he said the reason it's all in there and if it lived, ends on a cliffhanger and all that kind of stuff is because people wanted what he would have put in theaters and that's what he he gave people yeah. so again like I, it makes me want to see the other two films
1: I would to give it an eight and a quarter
0: i give it an eight and a half alright mm-hmm. Yeah, so how, how do you
1: intro. want to? You, you want me to just start going through notes, or what do you think? Yeah, take it. Yeah, take us through the parts. Okay, six so, parts, right? Yep, yep. And uh, all right, so uh, th- this is I-, I wrote down what's different. So um, this will just, I guess, we could just discuss as needs to be. All right, the things that were different about the entire thing, the aspect ratio was different in this one. This was a one three three to one aspect ratio, which is similar to IMAX screens or like an old TV show. Mm-hmm. Did did, did that bother y'all? Because that's how some people really didn't. Yeah, I didn't think it. Because this movie was not meant to go straight to streaming. So I mean, imagine seeing some of these scenes on the on the IMAX screen. I'm I'm glad I got to see what would have been in the theater. Right. And my TV's
3: relatively big, so I mean, it's not. You
1: know. All right. So so if you if you turn this on and you see the black bars on the side, that's it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. Um, The other thing is the score. They jettisoned um, Danny Elfman. They brought Junkie XL's score back in. I thought I thought it was fantastic. Oh, uh,
0: it was um, the music. Ovi even said uh, he's like, "Man, the music was so much better." This. Nothing against Danny Elfman. I love Danny oh, Elfman. Yeah, gotta love Danny Elfman. But like he with the tone and everything. He what he was. Yeah, he watched. <laughs> right. Yeah. This this though Junkie XL's. I feel like if, uh, if
2: Danny Elfman was 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 commissioned to score the Snyder cut, he would have scored it a lot yeah. differently.
1: Well, uh, and I think the other thing, rewatching the Justice cut, the. Um, I mean the uh, Danny Elfman. I have a feeling he didn't have a whole lot of time because if you looked at it, he reused the the Burton Batman theme. He reused the John Williams Superman theme. So it's kind of like, all right, we, I've got to do a Superman, uh, you know, a superhero movie really quick. What's already there for me to use? Yeah. Which, you know, nothing and against. They already, it.
3: He already had Wonder Woman. And that was already done too. Right.
1: Man of Steel was there. Yeah. All right. So now part one. Don't count on it, Batman. And we already talked about the opening and it starts with the death of superman batman versus superman and then the intro of the mother boxes mostly in Atlantis and Themyscira um, that that was that what, was new. One
3: one thing that I, I might have cut out. we were talking about where we were cut out the part where he went to go try to find Aquaman or whatever. And when Aquaman left, those women they were just standing there singing.
1: That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting. That was, to, that
3: was a little. Yeah, that, so that, that, that,
1: could that could be a trim. Yep, yeah. yeah, that's my next uh, Aquaman recruitment scene. The the weird musical sequence of yeah. the women singing as he left. They could have trimmed some of. And the, they uh, didn't have that weird thing where Bruce Wayne sees the weird cave drawings of the mother boxes because mm-hmm. they were introduced already. So. Yeah, they
2: could have cut out a little bit of the. Uh, the Atlanteans—that was a really extended thing with when uh,
3: Steppenwolf. E- e-
2: oh, well, oh, oh. No, not the Atlanteans, the uh, the Amazons, oh, yeah. the waiting for when Steppenwolf shows up for the first
1: time. Right. I don't know.
2: I kind of really liked that. It was a, it was just too long. Like it was a long, drawn
1: out process. I thought they could have trimmed it. Okay. The um, next thing that I wrote is a was the after Bruce fails to recruit uh, Arthur. His uh, they have, there's a scene. When uh, Alfred meets him at the helicopter, where... I thought Alfred was awesome in this movie. I thought... In both it, versions, of Alfred was Yeah, well, awesome. I thought, like, this one, I was like, man, I forgot how just good Jeremy Irons mm-hmm. was. It. And he had so many good scenes in, the, in this cut. Somebody like, had fun.
3: <laughs> yeah, what is I, he not good in? But, I mean,
1: he had that awesome line where he said, maybe a guy who broods in alone in a cave isn't meant to be a recruiter. I just, yeah, I love well, their banter.
0: So that's the thing. Like, you, you talk about the other one being more jokey. I think the humor in the Snyder Cut works better. There is humor for the tone. Yeah. Like yeah. it's oh, yeah, yeah. lighter and it it's, cuts it, into the tone better. But it's it's also targeted more surgically. Yeah, it doesn't like take away from right. the, the the no. Way and the, and the humor
3: that was in the the, the the Justice version, as they call it, I mean, it was stuff with flash stuff. But it was stuff that easily could be just cut out. And Did I feel didn't, like
2: the the Justice version like tried to feature Aquaman too much because his movie hadn't come out yet? So this was the first time we had seen
1: him. On movie. It, it seemed like they focused more on Wonder Woman because her movie had just been a big hit too. The justice one. Yeah.
3: But, but, I mean, I'm talking about, like, the, the scene where he went to go visit his dad in prison, and he turned around, the guy was, like, talking trash, and he drew on the guy's face. Yeah. Right. I mean, but, it was funny, but that could have come right out but of But then me.
1: again, like, and we'll get to that scene, but um, what would be a better way to introduce Flash? That scene, or what we got in this? Yeah, Cut? this was awesome. Yeah. So, um, all right, the next thing after the Bruce Alfred scene, we kind of get a scene of Lois... Visiting the memorial bringing coffee to the police officers and it kind of established that she has this routine of Going there often and I guess some people said that that scene could have been lifted out. I'm not going to work, but yeah ex- Exactly, well, we but I, I, think, I think later on her showing up Works because of this scene
0: I, I again. I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that you can cut that out because it shows again She's established a routine to deal with her grief. And we just went through a whole series with on WandaVision where it was, it's all about grief. This is very real to me. When right. I talk about grounding something, her reaction to I don't know what to do, I'm just going to find a routine, and it's going to include my morning by going to—
1: Bring coffee to the cop at, at this memorial. But right.
2: she, I'm not trying to criticize Amy Adams, but she didn't seem to be too emotionally upset. She She's just, numb. I guess, yeah. but, like, I didn't see, like, that emotion from She's
1: I've got a note about that later, which I think explains Okay, but
2: and, and where she wasn't, like,
3: overly emotional, she wasn't Lois Lane either. She was mm-hmm. just, like, yeah, it's like, you just numb. I mean, she wasn't, you know, just looking for the next story and, you know, like, her mind's always working. It wasn't doing that in this movie. It was just...
1: So, at, yeah. Do. After the Lois scene, we get the kind of intro action scene involving Wonder Woman, which was longer, much more violent. Yeah. Um, the shot, I love the shot in this one when she tosses... Because in the Joss' one, she just kind of throws the bomb out the window and it explodes. Mm-hmm. And this one has her, like, leaping out and throwing it. And there's that cool shot of her, like, up in the air with the bomb floating around. Mm-hmm. And then the scene, I don't know why they cut it out. Because it might have been only about eight or nine seconds Is after when she sees the little girl. Little girl. And she's like, are you okay, princess? Well, I read an that article. That was so
0: cool. And it, it puts things into perspective. But I read an article that frames the treatment in the justice cut of women and people of color yeah, being vastly different from the Snyder cut and how it it, it makes sense because when you think about it like all the f- scenes of female empowerment in this film were kind of scaled back in the justice version
1: Yeah. but um and then the final thing I wrote down is a difference in part one is the new intro and design of Steppenwolf which we talked about you know yeah. he's
3: which way better
1: yeah all right so we have part two part two age of heroes um so the open the probably one of the biggest things that we'll revisit a lot is the Victor slash Silas Stone intro in the apartment, which the you know a lot about monsters, and and kind of setting up their relationship.
0: So let's talk a little bit about Cyborg and Ray Fisher because which, he's featured more in Part Three. But yeah, let's talk about it. So Ray Fisher got a lot of shit for him, kind of just coming out about. You know the, the treatment of everything. Do you feel that this film vindicates well, wait,
2: him? Did, did he say anything about Joss Whedon specifically, or just yes. Warner Brothers?
0: You know, yes. he said Joss was was Joss Whedon, abusive on the Jeff set. Jeff right? Yeah, think. Jeff Johns. And well, it was more that
1: Jeff Johns just kind of didn't he, do anything. He they,
0: like he said that Jeff Johns basically enabled.
1: Yeah.
0: The whole and, and so did Walter Hamada and and all like uh, and basically when they compl- when he went over like Joss Whedon's head to Walter Hamada they, he just protected Jeff Johns and and right and, and and joss um do you feel that that seeing this movie now you kind of get an understanding i can see of where, why he was pissed
1: off
2: i mean i'm not going to base we're talking about real life stuff versus the movies so what he experienced he experienced i don't know if that's gonna i don't know if the movie justifies anything but if he says he went through it i mean there's been a lot of people corroborating joss cool. whedon's behavior
0: so but this is what i mean by that like the the film itself because a lot of people were complaining that like, oh he's just a two bit actor he's just pissed because he wasn't in the film more it's and then not he that found out
3: that he should have been in it a lot more because so he's, he's the living. heart of the film
0: he, like, yeah it's, he, yeah he's pretty much the audience's point of view right and it's like you see like his his I, I'm gonna I'll go out on a limb and say his performance stretched out over this four hours is vastly superior like you see his his why he was chosen well he has for a character role. arc in this one right in the, the, the character so that's the other thing too like the the characters you mentioned earlier about focusing more on Wonder Woman in this film, but I think that again, you get more of a fle- if you got more of a fleshed out character in Steppenwolf, Cyborg also benefited from more mm-hmm. character development oh, in this film.
1: One hundred percent. So um, the next thing I have written down is uh, the scene where Aquaman meets up with Volco, Willem Dafoe, and it sets up pretty much the whole plot of the Aquaman standalone movie with take your mother's trident and yeah. your place in Atlanta. So. It was pretty clear Zack Snyder had a plan, even for these standalone It seemed Roman like movies. they
0: were talking to each other. Yeah. Setting up the universe. That's the, right. the frustrating part for me, too, is seeing how much evidence there was of Patty Jenkins, uh, you know, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. James, James Wan. Wan. James Wan. And, and Zack Snyder going, okay, we have a connected universe. How do we kind of—it seems like they actually met and talked about where people were going.
1: Correct. Um, next thing I have, um, Steppenwolf's whole backstory and the introduction of the Desaad. Um, which we talked about, how you know mm-hmm. he's actually a fleshed out character in this one, and then finally the entire fully fl- full flashback scene with Darkseid, Diana telling the story of the battle when they they fought off Darkseid, and pretty much. And it's kind of funny that the Ares, the villain from Wonder Woman, is the one that nearly killed Darkseid. Yeah. Funny
0: you should mention that. I saw an article that I completely it, it made me go what it was some it was Collider actually. They said that jacked david Thulis completely ruins the film the film <laughs> uh, the cider cut by him and i'm like how because it, he shouldn't be that jacked and it, it makes, well, it makes there, you it. He's, he's a but god. he's also but but the other thing is like in wonder woman of course he's amazing the, the gods have all died and he's like one of the last ones and he's like withering away and he's
3: also but he's also undercover as an old right
0: handicapped human being and, I mean,
1: you know, all the old gods are dead. There's no gems anymore. You gotta, you yeah, know, yeah. You gotta move on.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. He, the, had his, he
3: had his big horned helmet, and he was awesome. I yeah. Thought.
0: That whole sequence, far better in this film. Yeah. And much more, like, I, the, I love that sequence.
3: The, I did, too. The only the only thing I did think was kind of funny, though, and I mentioned it to my wife when we were watching it, is Ares is supposed to be Zeus's son, and Zeus looked way younger. than He looked, like, way younger.
1: Like but, thirty to like fifty five. But like you get the big epic scope in this one more of everybody on the earth. And you like get Green what's at stake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the thing when they come together, which is kind of the thing with Justice League too. When they come together and work together, they beat Darkseid. So, um, all right. So that's it for part two. Uh, at least uh, I wrote down. Um, part three is beloved mother, beloved son, and the first thing I wrote down is the Barry Iris intro, the what I call the hot diggity dog scene. Loved it. Love I loved time. it That's too. My favorite too. part of the movie.
3: My only thing that I said that, that uh, when I say it could have been cut is because if they knew they were going to make a Justice League movie like this, I think that would have been a good like. If it was if it was known after Dawn of Justice that Justice League was coming next, that would have been a good after credit scene.
2: Well, I liked it because like. It established his his superpowers, whereas like the original one, it's established by him catching the bet the little bat
3: yeah.
1: thing
2: that was thrown at him. And that's when it was oh, like and they oh, had you're, that, you're fast. It they had like, that
1: stupid scene in the,
2: in the jail where yeah, he, the where he writes the guy's face, yeah. So like this I think better, better illustrated
1: exactly what he could do. And it, it illustrated who he was too, because he kinda had that kind of it told well, you the, the, the '70s Christopher Eve Clark Kent thing, where you know, with him with the dogs, feeding them the hot dog. It was like, oh golly, what happened? Kind it, of. Thing.
2: It told you everything about his character. I mean, it was like what a five minute sequence, but it told you everything about him. How he was—he's longing for somebody. He's alone, and he's just a good guy with amazing powers. I mean, it told you everything,
0: and it was just so beautifully shot. And, I mean, and would you argue that it makes you want to see a Flash movie? Absolutely, and it, especially yeah. if, if Zack
1: Snyder is involved. And he, he blew
2: up his shoes.
1: All right, so after that, um, which I, we can get into this because I think this might be the—we're we're starting a trend here. The whole Cyborg backstory from the, the football game to his absentee dad to the accident with his mom.
2: I'm a little torn. I felt like it was important. It needed to be shown, but I felt like they could have trimmed it a little bit different because it was a lot. yeah.
3: Was he supposed to be in high school or in college? In I think it was Cause, college. Cause the, college. Okay, because the, the jacket said GCU on it. So, but I, I got the feeling that he was in high school. But okay,
2: yeah, I felt like they just they could have trimmed that a little bit better. But it was all important. Like we needed to see. It was very cool to see exactly like how he ended up like he did because yeah. the stupid other version, he's just a, a guy. Right. Like, I mean, and uh, like, you kind of get
1: a glimpse of it in Batman vs Superman when he's going through those, um, uh, you know, quick time movies.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, it was very... I'm glad they put it back. I just wish they could have trimmed it a little bit better. Because it was, like, a little bit too much to see a football game. And then the his accident. mom, the accident. And then
1: the dad in the hospital. That was a little long. Which, I will say, Joe Morton... Oh, his, great. His performance was fantastic. As always. But, um... And then that goes right into another cyborg scene, which... His whole thing about him learning to use his powers transferring the money to that waitress that was actually really cool I, really, I love that scene yeah
0: well the the funny thing too for me is you talk about character development but it makes me want to see a cyborg film too mm-hmm. you're establishing what snyder said in one of the things that i saw is like he wanted to basically by the end of the films make cyborg a massively like superman of technology basically
2: and i remember uh watching the snyder cut like i thought his, the visual effects of him flying or trying to fly looked really cool and then rewatching the, the the old version, I was like, they did, they barely showed him flying, because right. they look
3: like when he's trying to learn to fly. It almost looked like in the first Iron Man when Tony. Yeah, exactly. that's out, exactly what I was thinking of.
1: But yeah, I mean, I thought just the scene with him with that waitress. That was great. Yeah, but it showed like how, in some aspects, he's almost more powerful than Superman in some effects because mm-hmm. Superman can't crash the economy. No, this dude, no, Cyborg one, could if he one thought the, of it in his mind.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you, if you fear Superman because of. What if he had a bad day and used the heat vision on people? What would Cyborg do if he had a bad day? You want the it guy would, and, on your side, the right?
1: Because <laughs> he said, you know, he can launch the nuclear arsenal if he wanted to. Um, and then after this, we go to basically Steppenwolf versus Atlantis. It starts with him dragging those Atlanteans out and smashing that one's head against a rock, and kind of introduced the little mind probe, which is how he interrogates them, and then. We get to see Mara's strange British accent and yeah. we kinda get to see her powers in this one when she started like drawing the dark side I mean Stepping blood out of his body. And well, that whole fight was pretty cool.
0: You bring it, like I like too, like in the original cut, you see like this one scene of where oh there's people missing in Gotham or whatever and he's brought that. I think the the concept of like him going wherever he can to get different information and to get people to give him location in the mother box, this scene is very it, again, braises the stakes and shows you how th- there's been a lot of, uh, of of people talking about how how did they forget where this battle was and uh, Zack Snyder like look he basically like Darkseid thought he was invincible goes here these people defeat him. Damn, Jack,
1: devil fool, spits an axe in his. Yeah, he
0: has to go rebuild his uh, his 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 reputation by conquering all these worlds and over time the world changes so he doesn't know where it was and all this kind of stuff. I think again this whole thing establishes that. Uh, they're going to go through greater lengths, and it's not just like a bunch of people in, you know, the, this this underground thing. He's going all over the world, becoming a bigger threat.
1: I did find it strange that Mara had a British accent in this one, and not the Justice version or the Aquaman standalone movie. But um, and I did like how they showed her using her powers. I thought yeah. that was, that was. I read a cool. review.
2: What do you guys think about somebody, a critic? I don't remember which one it was. Was criticizing the way that uh, they would do these the
1: oxygen bubbles. Which they they cut out of the Aquaman movie. yes I could have done without that. Yeah, just because I think if I mean if they're asking you to believe that these people live underwater, that we'll believe that they can just I, talk. I to liked
3: it. I don't. It wasn't necessary for them to communicate, but I did like it when they use it like as like a way of oh, fighting. Yeah.
1: yeah, Like where she where yeah. she would just do that
3: and then Stephen will fell. That, that was pretty. I cool. mean, you know, that was cool.
1: And I mean, it kind of set up where some of the soldiers they were almost talking to each other like whales at one point. Yeah. Which I, I didn't no, Which goes this, back to Which I, I didn't notice until the second time to I watched
0: it, by the way. Like yeah. the, 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 the animals have languages, and right. that's what you can understand.
1: So that's part three, and we'll go into... So yeah, was, go
3: was Aquaman movie supposed to take place after this? Yes. Yeah, so because
1: yeah. okay. yeah, they mentioned Steppenwolf and Aquaman. It's like one okay, scene. Right, okay. Um, part four is called Change Machine. Um, the first thing I got is the hostage rescue under Gotham Harbor. It's longer. We kind of see Flash uses powers more. And there's a really you know, get a awesome exchange between Silas and Victor where Joe Morton, I, amazingly, has had that scene where he's like, I didn't think you'd come, and he said, like, you know, you're my dad. And they kind of start to mend fences a little. It, and
0: it, it sets up things for later. Also, I like the differences in this one. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that it's not, like... I, it it feels completely it, it feels different in the best way. It's hard to even describe. I'm glad I mean. they took out
2: Flash being a little wussy. Uh,
0: I, I like well, they too. were acting more like a team in this, one. right? Where Which,
2: Flash shows up, like, I don't know what to do, and Batman has to well, oh, just save one person. I was uh, like, what? I, I, I like that
1: impression. Yeah.
3: He does still say that, but like, he, I think doesn't he still tell him to save one person?
1: No, no. no. He, just said, really, he just just but he didn't have the. He, he just his sort his, of says we, we need to start acting like a team.
2: Yeah. He tells him like like Flash is supposed to save people, but like. In the new version, the old version, they show up and like Flash is freaking out. He's like, i, don't I, know know
0: what's I is, is people out of the I way. remember
2: seeing that,
3: yeah, but I know that wasn't all in it. But I feel like I, I thought I remember Batman actually saying, "Just save one person," in, in the in the Snyder cut. But there wasn't all the uh, him being afraid part. Just like I thought it was maybe something a throw a throwaway line, like I don't know what do you want me to do, kind of thing.
0: We we turn it to you, fans. You I don't let know. Us know if you remember. It, right.
3: it may just be because yeah. I've seen bits and pieces of all three of these movies throughout the week, and I'm just making it yeah. up now.
1: And then, like I said, they had that kind of weird joke where the Flash lands right in Gal Gadot's cleavage. Um, there was a kind of new intro. It was kind of the way Aquaman was introduced was a little differently, where he you kind of see him poking out through the water after the that thing wasn't was in the, in the old he just pops out of the water and puts his trident in the ground. They didn't, didn't have the thing that. where he, he can kind see of saw his face, it. yeah, yeah. Okay. Which I thought that looked pretty it did badass. Look, yeah, I like that. Um, all right, so after that, we are introduced to the Anti-Life Equation. And we get to see um, dark side for the first time kinda um, through almost like almost like the first time you see the Emperor through like the oh he, yeah where he's not actually there but you're seeing him through a uh, um, projection um, if you, the sound
0: you're hearing is John opening some nutter butters they're double nutty yeah I've two times the, the normal nut
3: yeah extra nut I
2: just couldn't resist the nut huh no, it's,
3: no. D- if it's double nut, Ryan. I, mean, right I, mean, right I got away. it for the podcast. We're about don't, halfway through. We, don't don't, don't bust
0: it. I'm a, yeah. Ooh, look at that. Oh. It's,
3: like, it's like double stuff. This <laughs> is about to
0: nut in my mouth.
2: Does <laughs> anybody else want one of these? I'll try one. I mean, you opened it up and disrupted <laughs> the podcast. Might as well.
1: Sorry. We mm-hmm. need to fuel up. This is yeah. peanut butter goodness. Yeah, this is protein. One gets it. So, um, we get the introduction of the Lanzi life equation. It sees Dark Side, and they cut out that weird... And then with Steppenwolf talking to the Mother Boxes and calling them mother and mm-hmm. basically Like him, Norman Bates? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Anthony Perkins <laughs> thing. <stuff. laughs> Which, again, <laughs> this one just, it makes it feel more epic, I think, that, um, the, the, you know, that Steppenwolf isn't, you know, he's working for somebody bigger. It's very,
0: you know. But I like, too, that they actually describe the Mother Boxes in this as, like, sentient computers. Right. They didn't really say that in, in the Jossus cut. It's basically like, oh, yeah, there are these boxes and they do shit.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely
1: right. So, um, the next thing, and here we go again Cyborg tells the whole story of the mother, mother boxes from the World War II, when they find them in World War II, to when they use them to basically rebuild him, which gives them the idea to use them to bring back Superman. So, you got another Cyborg scene. That on one maybe. Floor. That one maybe could have been
0: left out. Well, Here's the thing. Tell me about this. Like I really prefer in this version of it that they're all like. The only thing we can do now is bring back Superman. Like no one's really conflict. Like they're they're like you know that might be consequent. Like Aquaman seems the most like I don't know we should yeah. do this, but like Wonder Woman's not fighting with with Batman on it.
1: Yeah, they were all fighting in
0: the. They're like basically we we th- there's no other hope we have. Clearly, the mother boxes.
1: And I think that's Joss Whedon in the other one because it seemed like a lot like a scene from Serenity, the way that the whole crew would argue with each other. it but, se- it seemed it reminded me of that like the way the Justice League fought each other like even when,
3: even when because Batman was being kind of a dick and when Flash said you do realize if she kills you we'll all cover for her like, I, mm. that sounded like a Firefly kind yeah. of on.
2: Yeah, but it and correct me if I'm wrong. It felt to me more like. It was much more thought out in the new version as to why they wanted to bring back Superman. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, Because yep. I remember that was one of my things I kind of didn't like about the first one was the way they brought back Superman. I thought it was just kind of anticlimactic. This one, it made more sense the way Cyborg explained, like, yeah. this yeah. one rebuilt me and I was pretty much dead.
3: And also because the mother boxes were afraid of Superman in the, in the old version. it was just They were just those little parademons. They just wanted to be around fear. And it was like all that stuff was, wasn't even in
2: it. Right. What was the which version did they use the analogy of like a burnt house? Was that the new one? That was a new one. Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: Yeah, the, the smoke. This turns the smoke back into the house, which that was a good analogy. So after that, we get the Martha Lois scene in the apartment, which is different because that scene was kind of in the Justice cut, but it was very bright in the Daily Planet and it was very jokey.
0: Yeah, and they had the joke about her being thirsty.
1: Yeah, the thirsty mm-hmm. reporter. So um, this one was much more. Like, you could tell they're mourning. I and guess.
2: I didn't really see a lot of emotion from
1: them. Which, I mean, I guess is what Snyder wanted. I just because the, the, the kind of end of it, you find that, that that's not actually Martha, that it's Martian Manhunter. Oh, that's
2: true. Yeah.
1: But
0: you also find out something else about Lois.
1: That's what I'm getting to. And that's actually in part five. So, um, so that's basically, you know, Lois decides that she's going to start living again. You know, get Lizzie. B- what was it get, get busy living uh, or get yeah, busy dying? Yeah, she brooks it. Get, that's
2: get, get, that's get, get, goddamn right. Well, oh, yeah. she brooks it. She'd be
1: hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 act too brooks it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we go to part five, all the king's horses, which opens with. Um, See now, I find it funny. Like Lois should have like etched her name in the, the top of her apartment and said Lois, Lois was, was here the, and walked away. That's so goddamn right. <laughs> Maybe um, Clark will do it with his heat vision. <laughs> On the side of a building. Clark was here. <laughs> so we get all the king's horses. And the first thing that I wrote down was the scene at Clark's grave. It was much less jokey, and they didn't have that weird kind of race joke where Flash goes to fist bump Cyborg and he's like, oh, racial tension kind of thing. It was. And they had the scene where, like, Flash
0: talked about how Superman was his hero. And I don't really. You, you've seen it show this more recently than I, but I don't. It was just Cyborg and Flash there. It wasn't Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Right. all right Well, I mean, they—they they weren't really helping. They're just <laughs> watching. Like, That's what those guys but do. They may have
3: all the strength,
1: yeah. because they're just sitting back and letting them do it. They were, they were watching the vent. But I, I can't be handling the money, answering the phone. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> the somehow.
2: dialogue was a little bit different though. When Flash made that comment to a Cyborg, like, "Oh, we could just do this in a, in a millisecond if you wanted," and they actually were like. No, it feels better
1: if we just do it this way. Like you know,
2: It was a throwaway line in the first version, but they sort of actually talk about it a little bit,
1: right? which I liked. So after that, there's a scene with Bruce and Alfred talking about whether they should bring Clark back. And it's almost a callback to Batman versus Superman, but their roles are reversed, where uh, Alfred's kind of telling maybe a shouldn't, and Clark's saying how he has faith and stuff like that. And it was just a good performance by Jeremy Irons, I thought. Again, I think that he kind of... he got. And I'd say Ben Affleck. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, Ben Affleck too, absolutely. Um, after that, here we go, another Cyborg scene. Um, they break in the Star Labs because Cyborg fakes a biohazard scene, and there's kind of a, um, a scene with him and his dad when his dad first said, you know, this is, this is bullshit, this, there's nothing wrong, and then he kind of sees his son and they kind of... It's more of the building of their trust for each other. When he sees them, he's like, okay, there is something going on, and he he lets them be. And then Cyborg gets his own nightmare scene in this, where he gets a glimpse glimpse of the future.
2: Which I didn't quite... I I mean,
1: I I didn't feel like that was
2: necessary, especially if you're going to do that epilogue at the end.
0: It was too much... I'll agree with you with this. I think that one scene with Cyborg having it makes the necessity of the... final scene a little bit less. I think I would have kept the cyborg one and maybe trimmed down or eliminated the other one at the end because right. the cyborg one makes sense because he's in the mother box. Yeah, I get that. Right.
1: And he sees the death of Diana and, and Arthur. And that's when he tells Barry no When Barry thinks he says go and
0: does the whole thing. Which, plan. that entire sequence too, I like how it's played differently entirely. Yeah. Like with the ship trying to stop him, it's like, no, we don't like these mother boxes. Right. And you know it gives you a bit of back history to... The Kryptons clearly had some interactions with Apocalypse, or you know, there, there's a, there's it, it makes you ask a couple of questions, and like you said, uh, it's them all coming to do this one task, and, and there's there's a split second where it could have went different,
1: right? So then um, Superman comes back, and we find out Lois, at a, it's been established she has this routine that she's starting this day, and she's deciding she's going back to work after a scene with Martha, and we find out that she's Pruggers.
0: Well, we don't know that. She was just took a test. She took a test, but it's going to be implied because basically... Uh, Which would explain kind of why
1: she's a little more numb than someone that just lost their fiance, because she finds out that she's pregnant and... Lost she, a baby daddy. Yeah. So...
3: And to discuss that, you got to get into that whole conversation in Mallrats about whether or not Lois Lane and Superman can have a baby <laughs> <laughs> As yeah. soon as she gets to suntan, the baby's going to kill so we- right through her
1: stomach. Well, you-, you remember, we used to work with a guy named Mike Robertson, and he would talk about whether the Hulk could impregnate somebody because the sperm would just... <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, it's good to know what was yeah. on his mind yeah. yeah. when you think about that kind of shit. Um, so what was Gamma the radiated irradiated I find it kind of interesting that... <laughs> in the, That's the same uh, thing with Stan Ling. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Joss, Joss is cut, like Superman shows back up sort of floating in the sky and he's not... Like, they, the, uh, Lois sees him.
1: From well, no, you, you, so this is... Here's the thing with Lois, which, and again, this is kind of a Joss Whedon thing about how Empowering female storylines were kind of cut. Remember in the original, in the Justice one, Batman says you need to be there. If we, you we, we need have contingency. The, well, he kept on saying uh, what hap- Alfred says what happens if this goes bad, and so then we need to pull in the big guns. And when he's like pulling the br- big guns, Alfred shows up with Lois. So Lois isn't like she's. They're basically using her as a weapon. Where this one, they've set it up why she would be there. She's there on her own. She's you know she she's she's taking control of her own. It's not. Alfred telling her to go there. And it also kind of set up... Kind of Batman being the gadget thing where it set up why his gauntlets can absorb the heat vision. And, you know, when, when, you know, when Superman... That, that fight, it's not that different, I will say.
0: Leslie Jones apparently watched this movie and live-tweeted it. I, and I she just, said, I'm going to call you Gadget Man, <laughs> not Batman. So
2: the one thing I did remember about the Joss version that I actually kind of liked was the dialogue Superman has with Batman where he like, says, I remember you, and he grabs him by the throat,
1: uh, and he's do like, do you, do you bleed? bleed? But then they had that stupid joke where Ben Affleck's rolling around going, something's definitely bleeding, which is very not Batman.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he also does the, uh, I don't... Later on, I, I don't not like you. Right. I, I didn't mind that
2: too
1: much. I mean, And, and also in this one, I like that the... In the middle of the fight, the military shows up and tries to help because they would.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. notice a bunch of I mean, especially superheroes if the Martian Manhunter's a general Right.
1: because to... in the first one, I mean, it's just the super super friends are fighting and in the they have this, the weird thing with uh, the weird Henry Cavill face talking to Ben Affleck and well, but this him, one the the military shows up in their shooting.
0: When you think about it
3: though if if Martian Manhunter's their general and he knows like what Superman's capable of, how messed up is it? Yeah, go. Let's see if you, can yeah. you guys, you guys <laughs> might be able to... You couldn't before. Let's see what you can do.
1: <laughs> and and um, the other big change in this version was... In the other one, if you remember, at the end of the fight, uh, Steppenwolf shows up. Oh, Gels dibs in the and mother just, box and, and, and yeah, leaves. In the background. This, on this one has that amazing scene of Joe Morton sacrificing himself to mark the mother box to make it the hottest thing on Earth. He pulled a Dr. Manhattan.
0: Honestly, like th- that scene... I knew it was going to happen because in the trailers and they had been a bunch of like little spoiler things that had been done, but uh, I knew it was going to happen. And at first I was like, "Oh no, I want him to survive because I want him to, just, you know, use that dynamic later on." But I really—you can't cut that out of this. Movie. Joe
1: Morton is just incredible. The only thing that would have made this more touching is when he was hitting the button. If he would have said, "I don't know how much longer yeah. I can push this." <laughs> All I know is he better show
2: back up in the next one, uh, uh, radioactively blue with a blue <laughs> penis. i want to see Joe Morton's blue
1: radioactive penis. He is the new Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> Far, man. Doc, Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Doctor
0: Doctor Manhattan.
1: But then uh, again, like plot wise, it it kind of sets up how they can track the mother box now. Because
0: yeah. before, yeah, hour, before we're just like, oh, there's there's this place that has got a lot of radiation. It must what, be the mother box. Must must be him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 uh. Okay, so we go to part six. So right That's how Buccio finds everything. Hey, <laughs> the Bruno Kirby guy—he he was actually Dark Side. Um, so we get part six called "Something Darker," and it, uh, the first thing I got is Superman in the um, in the Kryptonian shout, scout ship, and we get some cool voiceovers by his two fathers, which I thought was.
0: I really liked that.
1: like that with him walking with yeah, the suits kind of
2: coming. I liked it a lot. I did not like the black suit because it thank wasn't, you,
0: it, Ryan.
2: It wasn't explained why the hell he's wearing a black suit. I'm like, what is so, he? Is he dark now? Is he no, no, no. The is thing is, pissed?
0: the thing is yeah. this. So originally, the film was shot with the blue suit. Yeah. Uh, what Zep Zep Snyder said is, he's Snyder like, wanted the black. Suit. He wanted the black suit. He's like, we figured out a way to do it where we just went and recolored it in the movie. And he's like, you know, just to give fans that scene. It was it was a callback to the, the regeneration suit. What I don't like is at the end he's wearing the black suit. But
1: then I saw, like, Snyder said that it was more like the suit that um, the Kryptonians wore. So he was more embracing yeah. his Kryptonian heritage. And
2: that, that's fine, but there was no real explanation but as in, to in why. But in the black and white version? Not an issue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 wrote that, yeah I wrote that down, <laughs> too. In the black and white one. Looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and then there's a scene with Superman and Alfred which again another Jeremy Irons scene where he calls him Master Kent and I just thought that was a, a I loved a, that yeah you know.
3: should there be a, a My Two Dads spinoff with Kevin Costner and Russell Crowe? oh man that'd be amazing
1: <laughs> oh my god only if you think they bring Klawicki back <laughs> and the, the judge <laughs> so then um, we get the big action finale with no Russian family
0: good I'm, yeah I'm kind of glad they yeah. put that
1: out and Superman's awesome entrance when the X just hits not, him not and he not says not in and then he uses his what,
0: what was
2: breath the to freeze what, it. Was,
0: what did he how did he uh, show up in the first he, one? It wasn't terrible. I remember. No, it was it was fine, but it was like it wasn't as badass as this one. No, it was more f- comical. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. You talk about the the we, we talked about earlier about the the, the humor like separation, but like. That is a cooler line and a funnier line. Not impressed. Right. It's a kid. I would say one of my f- favorite moments in the Last Jedi when he does the oh the, know, the brush. Yeah. And the, I will I will agree brush. with what Ryan Johnson told Mark Hamill, which is don't do two, do one. Right. Because it's and it's a little thing, but it makes a big difference. That one line is a massive.
1: Right. Thing. So the next thing I wrote down is actually one of my favorite scenes in all of the DC movies. Dark Side wins. The mother boxes yeah. converge, everyone dies, and Flash has to save the whole world by turning back time. The whole way that scene was shot with the music and...
2: And after he almost gets killed. Yeah. And again, I feel like that helps... It sets that, up the Flash movie. That, that first scene yeah. built like makes it more believable he could do this.
1: But I just don't see how you cut that out and just have him pushing that Russian family and <laughs> put it neutral and, and just pushes them. He literally went
2: from <laughs> reversing time to
0: pushing a truck.
1: He went from reversing time to save the planet to saving four people well, in a truck. So
0: it also brings up another thing that that exact same sequence in the original movie includes like Superman going to say, "Oh, hold on, we're gonna stop fighting Steppenwolf. We're gonna go do the." And that was all because of the oh, fan yeah. backlash of like he let bystanders do. Oh no! Just let Superman do that prison yard beatdown of Steppenwolf. Well, but basically, like that's what I'm saying. Like he's doing more for the world in that particular sequence by i'm gonna stop stay here and stop steppenwolf and right. he is going push a russian so, family or help you know <laughs> push a <Russian> like, <laughs> grab a whole apartment building and fly you know so i wanna,
2: was cool i want to ask you guys if y'all felt the same way i did about this and i kind of felt it in the first one i didn't like seeing batman with a gun so much i mean i know he's shooting aliens
1: and he, he was using the aliens gun yeah but yeah. it's like alien gun
2: Bat, gu- Batman and guns just never went together, which is kind of well, weird. I with you, but like, no, it's, 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 always, laser, it's always been
0: on the Batmobile, so that, that I didn't mind so much, but I agree with you, like a handgun's different. It was weird seeing him with one, I don't know why, I just had a hard no, time... No, because it he, he doesn't like guns or the cowardly creeps that oh. use them, that's what he's always said in the comics. I mean, it was a laser gun, it was like, you know, Bond in a spacesuit. suit. I,
1: I get it, I
2: mean, and he wasn't <laughs> was shooting... Rules are are right. right, I mean, he wasn't
0: shooting at people, He's shooting at aliens, so I guess it's, you know... Yeah, the, it's
1: the Camino the, one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's right, they were communal <laughs> well, They also kind of established too that, are, that those are converted, like they're hive mind people Like right. they're not They're not redeemable
1: and, and also the one thing that they kind of changed In the first one, they almost set it up where they were almost like the Borg Where they had people dying and changing into them Where, this one, I mean they were just his army Well no, no, they established it I mean they that said that they eventually become, become get converted. that yeah. right. But they, don't, they didn't have that weird scene Of somebody like slowly changing in the one You know But uh, yeah, Ensign Lynch but uh after that i have the last temptation of cyborg sequence when he goes into the mother box and the mother box offers him his old life and his family back and he has that again ray fisher had an amazing scene where he's like i'm not broken and i'm not alone implying that the justice league is his found family yeah Uh Yeah. so we've kind of got a trend going here of things that hit the cutting room floor um then after that we got the steppenwolf defeat i got the the aquaman stab the superman uppercut and the wonder woman head chop into the portal yeah, that was some pretty and then the dark that, side yeah. head step <laughs> <Head laughs> yeah. i mean I, I that might be the only time i felt bad for steppenwolf i was like i mean everybody got a piece of him and then <laughs> the
0: guy he was working for crushed well, his skull
1: it, well and is it in the comic books they didn't set up in the movie isn't dark side his uncle yeah no no he's Darkseid's uncle oh he's so it's his. oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay so it's his nephew. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, it was like, when all, when all that happened, that whole series of events, and then Darkseid stepped on, I just heard Chris Tucker's voice back and I go, oh, you know, he did. You <laughs> go,
1: <laughs> <laughs> So then we get the cool scene of Darkseid staring down the Justice League, and we find out he's on his way, setting up Justice League 2. And then after that, we get the epilogue called A Father Twice Over.
2: This, this epilogue, I'm, I mean, it was so long.
1: It, someone compared
2: it to Return of the King.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was about 25 minutes.
2: Well, the part, it wasn't so much that it was long. The dream sequence was so long that I was, like, confused. I'm like, wait, what is going on?
1: So, yeah, I mean, it opens with Victor listening to Silas's little uh, Sony cassette. Um, then it goes to Barry's dad is ecstatic that he's got a job. And there's that cool scene of Barry running with that smile on his face. Um, then the, the Lex Luthor scene is a little different. So who's uh, Joe Manton? Angelina's Deathstroke. Deathstroke, Deathstroke. And the Will Smith guy. No, that's too no, much. Oh, too much death. Deathstroke, oh, much
2: death.
3: Deathstroke <laughs> is the one that they copied. Uh, they, they, they copied. They copied Deathstroke to make Deadpool.
0: Oh, oh, well, he does kind of look like him, and and like, yeah. like very much. And, and his name is Slade. Slade Wilson. Deadpool's name is Wade Wilson. And Rob Life was like they're completely different characters. I didn't even take any inspiration. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. pretty much it the, was like completely off. It was yeah. pretty
1: much the Vanilla Ice thing. You, yeah, you know that dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. No,
2: he, he pulled a, a freaking McDowell's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, see, that's exactly totally. that's exactly what it We got the Big Mac.
1: We got the Big, big Mac. That's right. So yeah, so yeah, the um yeah, right. The what you call uh, Ryan Reynolds didn't have the sesame seeds. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> But um all right, So after you know Lex reveals Batman's identity to Deathstroke which I think was setting up that the ba- Af- the Batman the movie, Batman yeah. movie that Ben Affleck was writing and directing. Um and then we get the Nightmare sequence which was shot in Zack Snyder's backyard which introduced the new Justice League which was Batman, Cyborg, Flash, Deathstroke, Mera and they're all being hunted by Superman. Uh, and mean, then we get the scene. And
3: that was Ezra Miller's yeah. flesh, right? He looked like he had like, a little bit of a beard. Which if him you, well, that's that's, that's, in that's how
1: justice. he looked in yeah. um, Batman vs. Superman when they when, had the nightmare scene, and he pops okay. in and he's like, oh, am I too soon? That's exactly how he looked with okay. the beard. Yeah. I didn't really care for the epilogue. I mean, the
2: Joker part was kind of
1: interesting. Yeah, because that's what Albert Then they had the Joker scene where he kind of teased him with the death of Robin, and then... Batman talked about him holding Harley Quinn bleeding and dying. Make no it mistake, was a lot I of cool moments, but <laughs> I
0: I agree with you that it, it it it's not as necessary. And again, he filmed it. He he yeah. filmed it extra for this after they were told they told him not to. And again, I, I like that we have it because it shows us what the other two parts could be. Right? Because um, he said that, that
3: Jared Leto version of the Joker is better than the Suicide Oh, a
0: hundred percent.
1: Well, because they said, like, the next one would have been almost the whole invasion and nightmare thing. And then when Flash goes back, the third one was them, like, resetting the, the right. timeline. And then it ends uh, with Bruce talking to Martian Manhunter that, you know, I'm, a, I'm on the team. And that's the end of the
3: movie. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guy. Where were you last week?
0: Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. used you a
1: little
0: while ago. I, I think they could have taken the nightmare sequence out, kept the Martian Manhunter thing in. I agree. It, well, and that's the one that apparently would have been green lantern it, it was supposed to be and green they lantern ca- like the person he was going to cast as green lantern was the guy from moonlight i still say
2: as much as i hated the ryan reynolds version i thought it would have been kind of cool if ryan reynolds showed oh up he, he, he
0: said he would have done
2: it i thought that would have been the movie was terrible and i hate ryan reynolds but that would have been really cool if it was him
3: yeah
0: so that's the um
3: is nathan feeling too old now to be here?
0: yeah uh, no nah, i mean it, especially if it's like hal has been established as someone as part of the court and maybe he's like leading a new class or whatnot mm. Uh, but I, mean, I know that they said they, the reason they didn't want Joss to use Green Lantern is because they're doing they have plans for Green Lantern and it's going to ultimately be the Green Lantern core uh, show that they're doing so right. It's a show I thought it was going to be a movie It's going to be like a maxi series kind of like Falcon Winter Soldier
1: Yeah and, um, and what are they doing the Suicide Squad one too with the Peacemaker
0: Yeah which okay which that, that trailer, trailer Yeah I, Oh my god <laughs>
1: So well anyway that's a, before we get into that so that's the um, the regular Snyder Cut now the thing, like I wrote, I watched the the Justice's Gray one, and it's the exact same movie except it's in black and white. And I put the stuff that worked really well were the kind of noir scenes, especially like the Commissioner Gordon scenes. They looked a lot like something from Sin City. Um, I thought the kind of some of the stuff in, with Cyborg in his apartment and Steppenwolf in his lair kind of looked like kind of like the classic monster movie
0: kind of thing in black and white, which it's a, it's a cool gimmick for me. I, I didn't I watch it like you did, but like. I want the blue lightning for Flash. Well, that's the- yeah,
1: that's what a lot of the things I wrote that didn't work. Um, and the nightmare sequence actually worked because it was, like, an alternate kind of thing. But the things that didn't work were the epic scenes, like the big battle in Themyscira, like the flashback scene. And then there was a lot of muddy kind of scenes, like when Steppenwolf was talking to Darkseid and, like, Bruce was on the cliff when he was going to talk to Aquaman. It's almost you can't really see him because, I mean, it's... And there's like the Superman suit, you can't tell it's black. Yeah. And um, some of the action scenes, like you said with the lightning, it just. I think it would have been cool if he would have done it more like Sin City, where it was I black and white. I was thinking the light, same thing. Which, but like the cyborg's eye was still red. Yeah. And yeah. some of the lightning and was still red. And they could have just done
3: little things like when they showed the flashback of that other battle, if you were. Like Green Lantern ring would have been green. Right. You know, I thought that would have been really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like
2: just to do the whole black and white, just. Yeah, I agree. It should have been like Sin City. If he's Superman's
1: eyes could have turned red. Right. right. When he's yeah, that would right. have been really cool. So, I
2: mean, that's. And that's all I have to say about that. What did y'all think about Batman? I, I love Ben
3: Affleck as Batman. I love well, Ben I mean, Affleck's he was, well, I,
2: okay. It's a different version of Batman. He's older and everything. I don't know. He
0: was well, he's okay. a little older, a little larger. He hit something. Like, so they've heavily been influenced by the Dark Knight comic, the, the Dark Knight Returns. Um, so much so that that big giant tank at the end that yeah. Batman's on, that's directly from That's from it, yeah. and I, I, I squealed when I saw it. Um I like that we're getting – because we've seen already Batman starting out and and finally – I kind of like the the flip side of it. I like finding a a Superman getting comfortable with being Superman or being at ease with it. And I like seeing a a Batman that's kind of done it all and just kind of is is world world weird. We haven't really seen this
1: before. And I love his relationship with Alfred in this one where they're almost like contemporaries, where Mm -hmm. Alfred's not raising him. They're – you know, they've done all this stuff together. Yeah,
0: 20 years' worth of experience. Is it, is I'm eating it, a chocolate egg. Is it time for a Batman Beyond movie? I, I, they're long overdue. for With that. Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, I'm, I'm down for that. I think that'd be really. Are they supposed to be doing that? W- well, they're or supposed to be. be in the no, no, they're supposed to be the Flashpoint movie, and I'm hearing that might might not be the case. I hear a bunch of different rumors. Yeah. I've also heard that apparently Ben Affleck says he would love to play Batman again if Zack Snyder is involved.
1: Well, I don't know. He's playing. He's supposed. He signed on to play, to him, play him in the, the, the Flash movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, and um, another thing with Michael Keaton, apparently. It depends on the COVID protocols, because he said that at his age, he's in the... He checks a lot of boxes for coronavirus.
2: Yeah, of awesomeness.
3: Probably gets a vaccine by now.
1: Yeah, it, it's something because they're filming it in, um, somewhere in Europe, and he said that it depends if, if if it's safe for him to travel, he'll do it. But
2: So you, you think the Snyder Cut's going to open the door to more shit going straight to streaming services that are I, four and a half hours long?
0: Honestly, I hope... I'm all, I'm all for I, love, I love this experience and the it, spectacle and what it is is again like you were saying earlier this gives them the ability to do things differently to to Marvel and it also shows like this the story that they had to tell um, like, again you, you mentioned like an editor I like I, I struggle like I would sit down and watch this again in one sitting like Lord of the Rings extended editions mm-hmm. Um you and I went and saw them at the theater. And, you know, they, like, again, we sat there, we enjoyed it. Yeah, they were long. But, like, I, at the I, at the entire time, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time with this.
2: Again, uh, that's why I have the highest respect for editors, to be able to take somebody's vision and say, okay, I think we should cut this out. It takes a lot of balls to be able, and to do it
0: well. It's, it's not easy. But I've also seen the effects of cutting down his Zack Snyder vision with Batman judgment. versus Superman, yeah. turning it into Dawn of Justice. Yeah. So it's like and again, not that I, I again, I'm biased. I didn't think Dawn of Justice was the piece of crap that people thought it was, but I think that the, the director's, the director's was cut much better. far superior. It just it made more sense. I've never yeah. seen it. I'll have to watch it. You it should could. totally. It's, watch I saw it's it. on HBO Max.
3: There's a lot of things in the original one that just don't really make
0: a whole lot of sense, and they're explained in it. Yeah, because they cut like 30 seconds here <laughs> and there out, and
1: they cut Jenna Malone's entire character out,
2: and just a, another. You were talking earlier about um, trying to remember which. When this has happened before with a movie that's so different, we mentioned it off air. Kingdom of Heaven, sure, is another one where the movie's completely different if you watch the director's cut.
1: I, which I could see um, why Ava Green was so she was the Ray Fisher of that movie. She, she was,
0: well, but I, I'll say this: like that comparison holds to a degree, but it's also like we didn't have someone else film an entire another Kingdom of Heaven. True, yeah, yeah. And that's right. the thing: like it's it's hard, but this is un, like really massively unprecedented. And I, again, so like, so the, the closest thing I think of was I said, yeah, enough, Superman too.
3: Yeah, yeah, and the uh, the Clive Owen version of King Arthur is a lot like that too. There's a director's cut that was a lot better.
0: But again, the like, Daredevil has a better director's
3: Yeah,
1: you but, but you're right. It's not somebody else coming in and and messing around. Refilming three fourths yeah. of it.
3: But I mean, this thing, this pe- it was an online petition that got 180 thousand signatures for this thing to get released. Including know, like
1: the actors in the movie. Yeah, I'm
2: very curious to see like you know when the dust settles from all this and Warner Brothers starts announcing some more shit what the fan reaction is going to be that they're not including Zack Snyder. I did see some comments were on on an article I think it was on Variety where they said that he's finished Zack, Zack Snyder is done with his obligations with Warner Brothers and the fans were in the comment section were like you guys haven't learned your damn lesson. <laughs> no they
0: re, honestly they haven't. That's what's so funny and frustrating like at the same so, like, time. Bullheaded about it. Like, well, no, because they're not good. getting like the thing is if they didn't go this route that they went previously they might have maybe not exactly the same success as Marvel, but they'd have a cohesive vision.
2: And you'd have a loyal fan base. And you'd have a
0: loyal fan base that knew what they were getting into each time they went into a, a movie. You could say a lot, but like, the Aquaman movie, the Shazam movie, the Wonder Woman movies, still fit within the Zack Snyder version yeah. of the CEU. And, and it makes more sense than the, the Joss version I think of people it. forget that, you know, Marvel didn't
2: just show up and was like, hey, here's our Avengers movie. It took a long time yeah. to get to the juggernaut it was. Even if you go back, so back as far as Blade,
0: mm-hmm. And, and them doing this the opposite way is interesting. It's a different way of doing it. But I don't think that they... Like, now that you're in it, go for it. Like, go balls to the wall and introduce these characters. They, they talk about the table and having room for more seats. Perfect opportunity to do a Booster Gold movie. Do a, you know, Blue Beetle. Like have, Well,
1: and now that you have a streaming service, too, you, yeah. you can play around and do... The, some of these more obscure characters. I yep. mean, you think Marvel would have done WandaVision
0: if they didn't have a streaming service? No, and then the other, but the other thing too is I find that it gives you more it gives you more ability to flesh it out. I compare it to Star Wars. I'm not as excited for Star Wars movies right now as I am for Star Wars series. Yeah, because the
2: series actually seems
0: like they have a cohesive vision of what they are doing. There's that but it's not just that. It's when you compare Star Trek to Star Wars and I love both of them. I always will. Like don't think you have to choose one. The thing with Star Trek is why I get a little bit of attachment cer- to certain things is you have more story. There's more episodes. There's more hours filmed. What Star Wars is now doing is the stuff that I used to have to resort to books to, to fill in, they're fleshing out. That it feels like a more three-dimensional universe, and I think DC has the opportunity to do that with this. They, they completely, completely could reestablish the EC- the DCEU, have these these big events, and, and make the, these did, films on, on HBO did you, Max. Did you
1: hear what happened today with Kong and Godzilla? Mm-mm apparently a bunch of disgruntled Snyder Cut people started review bombing Kong versus Godzilla to teach Warner Brothers a lesson. Mm. It's that, like The Last Jedi all over again. Uh,
0: the, the toxicity of, of and fans. And it's just
1: sort of, the, which I was listening to and I'll give him credit, uh, John Campio was talking about it on his show and he's like, He's like, I don't understand this. He's like, it's like me going up to my, my friend and, like, I don't have any money and I want a sandwich. Can I borrow $5? And your friend's like, sure, here's $5. I'm like, thank you. Now give me all the money on your wallet. <laughs> it's just sort of like, if, if it doesn't happen, it's going to be because of shit like that. Like,
0: yeah. No, and I completely can see someone being turned off to it. I mean, yeah, like, it... The whole thing with this is, I want more of what I just saw. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You know, and and if, if someone ruins it for 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 us, it's going to be like you said, the, the toxicity of the fan base. It's the same thing with having like it, with with anything. Uh, if I, could, I at least have to end it to Star Trek fans that they haven't gotten that toxic yet. Yeah. But we've seen, <laughs> like, yeah, it is my, yeah. like, you, but we've seen. Well, they they turned on Picard. They yeah. turned on Picard, but like Picard was still successful and people enjoyed it. Yeah. It was the, the similarly with uh, with Discovery. Yeah. They, they bitched about that show all they wanted, but it's still like it's trucking along doing well
1: Yep. so it's yeah i I just hope that i don't know smoother heads prevail and this is more of like a minority thing which it probably is i think um more people are uh nice (laughs) and and just are appreciative that warner brothers put up 70 million dollars to make
0: to complete the... Th- yeah, yeah. That that and I hope Warner Brother gets his head out of his ass and realizes that we need more from Henry Cavill you, you hear that Joe Warner Brother? <laughs> yeah, Joe Warner Brother. Take off that ball cap.
1: He's have to eat Warner Brothers ball cap and your neck tie.
0: <laughs> and... <laughs> Alright, well thank you guys for, nice for a... Rest- for the last diet. <laughs> for a very spirited conversation. Yeah. This was this was fun. I really honestly, after we've done this, I don't know how we could have done a simple review for no. a regular episode. Nope. So, yeah. Um, yeah, our review was essentially the length
2: of the movie. B- b- yeah. So we were an hour-plus podcast for a four-hour movie. So that's, that's how the review had to play out. The putty cut. <laughs> the village cut. <laughs>
0: <So>, uh, release the village cut. <laughs> that, that's your title. <laughs> Remember, uh, you can find us on many different platforms, Anchor Podcast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, as always, too, you know, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagrams. And to watch us, you know, listen to us on the website. Every time you go to any of these avenues, it does help us a whole lot here at the show to keep doing what we're doing. Um, It's been fun. This has been Greg. John. Glenn. Ryan. We will see you next week.